We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. It does not matter if you are single, if you are married, if you have kids or not. There's always this sense of looking to the next stage, looking to the next chapter, looking to get that check on the on your checklist, get that next thing finished. And what we tend to do when we look at life like this is we miss what God has for us today, what we are missing today. Um, and so we're going to be talking about how can we serve God? How can we serve one another, especially in the life stage where we're single and before we're in a serious relationship? In studio, uh, we have Canada Burke Halter, who, Canada, tell me this, you have a full-time job mm-hmm. title, which is... Graphic designer. Okay, graphic designer for American Family Association. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you also write for Engage. Tell us just a minute about some of the stuff you typically cover on Engage. I usually cover, um, well, my favorite thing to cover is movie reviews. I'm a Mm -hmm. big fan of, Mm -hmm. like, drawing the story out of a movie and applying it to, like, Christian principles. I love the hero's journey. um, And I I also just love movies in general. Mm -hmm. So. And, and Jacob, now you've written a couple of stories. You did one movie review um, on War for the Planet of the Apes. Was that Ooh. the right one? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's whoa, been published. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It hasn't been I published haven't seen yet. this one yet. Okay. If oh, it's, it's, a, I it's, seen a good, it's a good review. Well, oh, then if you're so going to say that, we're going to have to publish it. Okay. I still well, need we'll to, to see it. that one. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it either. But um, but yeah, so but basically what we do, and, and we can plug our movie reviews now, um, when you review a movie, what's the point of doing that on Engage? Because we're not saying go watch this movie. Yeah, no, no, we're not. What we're saying is, like, if you happen to go see this movie or you have friends that went to see it and they want to talk about it, um, it's always good that whatever entertainment you take in, that you apply a biblical worldview to that. You know, you take apart, like, what are the characters' principles? Like, what kind of lesson are we supposed to learn from this? And was it a good lesson? Can we apply that to our lives? Or was it? did it show what, it, what happens when you make bad decisions? You know, mm-hmm. just seeing everything through that biblical worldview is important. I'm going to have to try that with Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> okay, now now my brain is going into hot sauce and a car with a dog, right, or a right, car that right. looks like a dog, all that. Man, my brain is, yeah, now I'm stuck in Dumb and Dumber. But, all right, so back to the topic at hand where we're talking about being single. So one of the things that I know when my wife and I started getting really serious in our relationship, started really pursuing marriage, um, one of the kind of struggles and challenges we faced was that we felt like we were losing connection with some of our single friends. Um, and it, maybe that's not as common as I think it is, but I, I have a feeling that it's fairly common. Do you guys have that experience? Because you have friends who are in serious relationships who have mm-hmm. gotten married. Um, did y'all Have y'all kind of felt that struggle as those relationships started? Canada, let's start with you. Oh, yeah, definitely. I know in college I had a lot of friends who as soon as they got a boyfriend, I literally like didn't ever see them again. Right. And I guess it sounds weird, but my advice to uh couples would say don't don't disappear <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. don't stick around because a lot of times you know my uh, friends would find boyfriends and then every waking moment they would spend with their boyfriend mm-hmm. like we used to hang out we used to do things and now they spend it with their boyfriend which is not bad but it's it's a good thing to and, and I think a lot of times single people we feel like we're not allowed to try to infringe upon that say hey we don't hang out because you have a boyfriend because that sounds Sounds maybe sounds a little childish to be yeah. like, you're never around anymore. <laughs> but I mean, and so I would say to married couples, if you feel like your single friends are distant, reach out to them and say, hey, you know, uh, let, let's go to lunch. You know, let's mm-hmm. let's have a game night or, or, you know, let's go to church together. Go see you know, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I think a lot of times single people feel like there's this wall that's built up 
when and they don't people, want to kind of impose. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So Jacob, tell me this. Um, and then again, I think this is maybe unique to being in college because you still have classes together. You still yeah. kind of see each other. But it, it, do you feel like there can be a lack of real fellowship? Um, when somebody is, you know, they do get married or things like that, that that can be something that kind of falls to the wayside. Yeah, it's a mixed bag because I have some friends who have been really good at maintaining fellowship. Um, The hardest time was during like the dating period and the engaged period, which I would always joke that when they're engaged, it's like, why are you always out fishing when you've already caught the fish? (laughs) You know, spend some time with me. Um, Yeah, Yeah. but I think, you know, I think part of it too is we... We tend to find our identity in where we are and in what we're doing, right? So when we're single, we find our identity in being single, and we want to find our identity in a relationship. Uh, And when we're in a relationship, we tend to find our relationship in being in a relationship. Um, And so we tend to lose. a couple times fast. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, good luck with that. But where we should be finding our, our identity is in Christ. And the fact of the matter is, we need each other. As singles, we need married people couples because we're going to see how to make marriage work um we're going to see pitfalls that we you know need to learn about but as as married people we need singles because guys i'm going to be honest with you being married i'm perfectly content to sit at my house and watch the office all right (laughs) that's just but my single friends would get me out and and you know make me live life and have fun and and i needed those especially relationships with guys right for me I needed those relationships, and so so grateful for. And why it's really important to to do exactly what Canada said. If you're a married couple, to reach out to the to a single couple, especially early on, you know, is because as millennials, we're always you know we always want something going on. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to be moving. We got you know we got a lot of moving parts. But I, I've seen this, and I want to get y'all's comment on this. The one of the primary struggles I've seen with millennial singleness is that one or two camps. Their friends are all married and got and kids and all that, so you got that factor, and and most of the time they get they forget about their married friends more or their single friends, or the second one you're pulled uh, maybe not y'all because I know y'all real well but I have friends that are pulled between going back and living with their buddies going to the bars and drinking and and just not doing things you know not following God's path because. The, that's just what their friends are doing, and they don't have anywhere else to go, nothing else to do. And their Christians are saying, well, look, I'm not doing all that. I'm just kind of bored. I don't want to be sitting in the house by myself, so I'm going to go do this. And so they're, and so they're kind of pulled both ways, and they have, no, they have a hard time finding contentment mm-hmm. in Christ and finding contentment in where they're at at that moment. Do, have you seen the two pulls there? Uh, Jacob? I don't know if I've seen that pull that much in the circles I run in. I understand okay. that, though. Um because I do have a lot of friends. The loneliness that, part of yeah, it. Yeah, the loneliness part of it is there. And I think... And what idleness is the devil's playground. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I think the the most important lesson I've learned about singleness is it's really easy to not be distracted by being single in yes. the midst of serving the Lord as long as you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we always think about it. And I think if you focus on Christ, if you're focused on Christ to the point where... For instance, in my life, I can go to class and be like, I'm going to study Greek real hard and I'm going to study Spanish real hard because it's for the gospel and I get to know the living God. And this is exciting. That keeps my mind from straying to that point of like, you know, oh, too bad I'm single. Or, you know, Canada being in the workplace, you know, she gets to wake up and serve the living God day by day by her work. So I think where married couples can play a part in that is the same thing as 
basically all Christian fellowship, which is helping people keep their eyes fixed on what the Christian life is, which is the joy of knowing and serving Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. You're listening to Gage Magazine on American Family Radio. In the first segment, we open up by talking about singleness. You can go back and listen to that podcast on EngageMagazine.net. At the top, we got a tab called po- Podcast. Speaking about EngageMagazine.net, we have a brand new website, and it looks sharp. We've included on the front page there our YouTube channel, which there are plenty of Funny, funny YouTube and videos, videos of Canada. Videos of Canada <laughs> which with is the what, uh, total eclipse. Yeah, we, totality, we, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so so we we light it up there. It's a lot of fun. Go check that out. You can also see plenty of other articles that we'll have on our podcast page. Now, Canada, did you want to answer that question about have you seen the two different pools there? Oh yeah, and I'm just talking about what Jacob was saying. One of the comments I hear a lot from people, or maybe not directly, but it kind of subconsciously, subversively comes through (laughs) as it's like, you know, I'll be in a committee or some kind of group and they'll be like, well, Canada can do it. She's single. She doesn't have anything to do. She doesn't have a a husband or kids or anything. And it's like, like, do you think I go home and just sit and say, oh, woe is me. I have no life because I don't have, no, I go home and I I have things to do. I I am involved. Uh, Kendra and I have a Bible study. Like, I'm. I fill the empty. The Lord. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like Jacob said. I focus on things that God has given me to do to fill up that time. And um, sometimes it can be like you know people make suppositions that well because you don't have all this other stuff then you you have time to fill. Uh, right. And, yeah, that right. much more time. Yeah, that's <laughs> not fair. I need to quit that. You need to quit that. Yeah, for real. But <laughs> it, I, I'll say this. I think that. And I know this is something where I was guilty of, um, especially when I was single, I'd say, well, you know, God, I want to do this, but I kind of need to wait till I'm married to do it. And, and you know, so I would serve you in this way if I was married. And and I know married people who say, you know, well, God, I'd love to serve you in this way and do this thing, but I'm not single. I'd only do this if I was single. We have to learn God has put us where we are, in the stage where we are, in the time that we are, in the place where we are, for a purpose to serve him how do you guys um, kind of embrace that and and serve God where you are in this stage? Well, I'd say that, I mean, when Jesus said, go forth and make disciples, he didn't say, go forth and uh, get married and, and, make- and conform to all these other little social norms, mm-hmm. make your checklist, get it all finished, and then you go, you can go make disciples. Like, if you if you're breathing and you know Jesus— you can go make disciples. Now, granted, when you're married, there may be some things that you can do specifically as being married. And when you're single, there are things vice you can versa, do. Yeah. yeah, and vice mm-hmm. versa. But I don't um, I don't think that there's anything too drastic. Like, uh, you can't step out and do things on your own sometimes. For, for example, um, the church that I went to a couple of years ago didn't really have a, a singles group. Mm-hmm. And then the church that Kendra was going to didn't really have a singles group either. So Kendra came to me one day and said, we should start a singles Bible study in our home. Nice. And I was like, nice. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> been going pretty strong. There's a lot of people here at AFA yeah. that, that go down and, and But it's one of those things. I, I tell people we do that and they're like, well, did the, is it through your church? I'm like, no. No. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. we, just, we just 
said, hey, come over. We're going to read the Bible. It's not that, you know, it's, it, you can do that. It's, there's, no, <laughs> yeah. there's not like some kind of law that says all Bible studies must be through married couples, you know, for, for married couples, you know? and uh, you can host as a single person. You can invite people over as a group and, and have and do things like it. It's getting over this stigma that as a single person, your life is completely at a halt until you get married, that you can't go do things and you can't move on until you get married. You can. You can. There are lots of single people, lots of single missionaries throughout history who've made an impact. Yeah, I, I completely agree. What you got, Jacob? I was just going to piggyback on that and say, yes, and also we can take Scripture seriously when it says that when you're single, you actually do have time to serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And as a, when a person is married, they have a primary ministry. It's mm-hmm. to their own wife, it's to their children, and then it's to the church in general and the world in general. And as a single person, God has not given us that as a primary ministry. So we have more time to serve the Lord, more time to advance the Great Commission. We don't need to take that for granted. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think that that's an absolutely wonderful thought. But, you know, and when it comes to when it comes to the church, um, you know, I think, you know, going back to what we talked about in the very first segment where there's pressure uh, put on us, um, put on singles and, and even put on married because there, there is this thing of even when you get married, it's like, oh, now you got to have kids mm. and now you got to have this and now you got to do that. Guys, serve God where you are right now. Don't look for tomorrow. Hebrew says today when you hear the voice of God, obey. And that's what we're called to do. And that's what we seek to do every day on EngageMagazine.net. Come check us out online. If you missed anything here, you want to listen to it again from Canada, from Jacob. Thank you guys for being here. You can go to EngageMagazine.net slash podcast where every day we try to share truth and apply scripture.